Welcome once again this morning to another beautiful live session of the Porter's Gate online broadcast. My name is Isa Phillips Akintola. I hope you had a beautiful, wonderful night rest. This is the day of the Lord. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. It's really an honor and a great privilege to be alive and to see the light of not just another day, but the light of the activities of God among the sons of men. I really want to thank God personally for the fact that he has found me worthy and faithful to be on this path of his intentions in the earth. I do not take this for granted. I see it as a great honor and a privilege, and I want to be forever grateful you know, to him and to always live my life in that order of existence, knowing that you know, out of you know, seven billion of people living on earth, I have been called and chosen to carry a specific, a specific message you know, to my generation. I mean, it's a, it's a thing of honor. Sometimes it can be overwhelming when you think of uh, the responsibility and the demand of God you know, upon your life. But then you also know, and we forget sometimes that it is the grace of God or right, that we've been called. It is the grace of God that is sustaining us. But then walking in that reality and understanding of that grace, I think is the most beautiful thing, yet the most challenging aspect because we can be so caught up. Right, we're trying to you know live life and please God and do all those things, and we forget that the grace and the strength to do all these things come from Him. And so, I want to con continually remind myself that you know it's God that I, that is at work in me, both to will and to do of His good pleasure. And I'm so grateful that I am alive today, that I am part of the living, not of the dead that every day I wake up, I have, you know, a, a breath in me and I can see, I can move, I can, you know, walk around. I want to be able to use that for God's glory. Thank you so much, family. Uh, it's been ages. Nice to see you this morning. Wow, this is great. I believe this is, this is the beginning of good things. Nice to have you join me this morning. All right. I'm just waiting for the rest uh, to connect with us. But uh, God has something very special to pass across to us this morning. And uh, we are going to look into the Word. But like I said, it's, it's always a beautiful thing to know that it is God who has given us, you know, the grace and, 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 and the strength. Whatever that strength means. It could mean a financial, you know, ability. It could mean, you know, just mobility. To be able to move from your room to your bathroom. To be able to... You know, watch things, to be able to see things, to be able to hear. I mean, to be able to smile, to laugh, to be able to cry. All that are, you know, things that we take for granted. Yet, it is God. Imagine if your one side of your ears, you know, is not functioning properly. Or you are not able to see properly. I mean, you start panicking. You run here and there. You know, we, we spend money. We go to the doctor. We go to specialists. But some of us, these things have been given to us and they're functioning perfectly. We're able to go to work. We're able to come back. We drive on the road. You know, we, we come back home safe. I mean, we live on the same road where there is carnage, where accident takes place every minute of the day. You know, you, dr you drive past a place where a terrible accident had just taken place. Or before you got there, 
you understand the accident took place or after you passed there the accident took place but you said to yourself well, but i drove on that road and yet god kept you alive i mean we take that for granted that is something we forever need to give get thanks to god you know for and i see this as something that we we're not even aware that it is god who who is protecting us who is who is walking who is you know guarding us who who has sent his angels to you know to 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 watch over us we take that for granted our children go to school they come back they are not kidnapped all right by these hoodlums all right we're not looking for money for ransom Right? And we're not saying that the people that these things happen to, they, they are unrighteous. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying for the fact that, you know, we have this beautiful life God has given to us. We need to learn to live in a constant attitude of appreciation. Appreciation, they say, is what really, you know, appreciate our life. Is what add value to us before God. When we don't appreciate God, our life, all right, uh, becomes you know depreciated if you will not like that stops him from being god he will always be god but you know we will begin to lose the value of the essence of existence you know sometimes we cry over you know spilled milk we cry over little things we we run here we run there you know we we compare ourselves you know with others and therefore we cannot tango we cannot appreciate him all right maybe your friend just got a, a, the latest car but you're still riding the old model you still have that old phone all right but you want the latest one and then that becomes an issue but instead of you really considering that that which god has done for you and say but lord you've given me this and i want to thank you for it i want to appreciate you for you know life i want to thank you for the fact that i went to school you know i came out i got a job there are still people who went to school who are even better than us but guess what they've not been able to find that job so we, we need to live in, in that con continual, you know, state of appreciation. It is so important because the more we appreciate God, the more we acknowledge him in our life. And the more we realize that all that we have done, wait a minute, is through him. It's through him. You know, this morning while I woke up, I was just giving thanks to the Lord, just praying which i do you know normally when i wake up but this morning i was thinking about something that you know the one of the reasons why we we take god for granted or people take god for granted is because the the the, the fact that they cannot see him they don't feel him around all right and that sense of oh he's not there well you know he's not somebody that i can touch i can feel you know i can i can speak to face to face and and because of that you know is inability or our inability to to see his physicality we treat him as if he's not there we we we, we regulate uh we excuse me we, we we relegate him to some time span or of some devotion that we do you know at a particular time but we never really understand that he's forever there he said i will never never leave you nor forsake you so in times of storm in times of that bad weather, in times of need, in times of lack, in times where you feel shattered and feel broken and feel lonely and feel alone. There's a difference between being lonely and feel and being alone. All right. In times when you feel, you know, nobody understand. In times where you feel like, I mean, look at people who commit suicide. I mean, I do not believe anybody, all right, in his same mind, in his same mind. We just take his own life or our life. I do not believe that. 
I believe there's a spirit. I believe suicide is a spirit. And that spirit is, is rife in our nation. As, as we've seen that spirit destroying so many lives in America. Or in Europe. But particularly in America. I mean, people are dying, killing themselves. I cannot just imagine it. Not like the thought of suicide has not you know, uh, uh, occurred to me before. Not like that thought has not occurred to me before. It, it has occurred to me. But guess what? Uh, and this was back years ago when things were really difficult for me. You know, and that's what pushed a lot of people to, su to you know, to suicide or to, to suicidal thoughts. When you feel there's no way out. But guess what? That's a lie of the enemy. There's always a way out, no matter how dark the tunnel. No matter how dark, you know, that alley, that pathway. If you continue to walk, all right, and you continue to listen and follow the path, I guess I, I can assure you, you get to that point where you begin to see a flick of light from afar. And that's all we need sometimes. It's just that little flick of light we need to see from afar and continue to, to walk. And sometimes you might not even see the flick of light. You just need to have faith and just keep walking in the dark. Just keep going. Just Then the Bible says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. So suicide, first of all, amen, inflict of the spirit of suicide. If, this is not what I intend to speak about, but I'm, I'm going to come back to my thought, hopefully. But, but, but I just felt, you know, that we need to come to a point in our life where we need to begin to see and appreciate. We need to begin to see and appreciate God and, and realize what God has done, what the Father has done. All right, sometimes when we say God, maybe we should personalize it. Because when we say God, all right, uh, somebody says the man upstairs, the man upstairs, the, you know, that being upstairs. Yeah, why do they call him the man upstairs, the being upstairs? Because they cannot relate to him. You, you, if you have a friend, you certainly must know his name. <laughs> if you have a friend, you certainly must know his name. You, you certainly must know her name. You can say the man upstairs is a person, is a being. And the Bible described that man upstairs. Amen. The, the, the scripture says he's our God, he's our father, he's our strength, he's our bulwark, he's our shield. It's not just some being disconnected. Uh, the God that we serve is not historic. It's not disconnected from our life, from our situation, from our circumstance, from our pain, from our lack, from our need. He's never disconnected. He is there. But you see, like I was saying, what pushed people to the point where they begin to contemplate suicide is the fact that one, you know, it's just a bit cold, so I'm covering my, my, my feet with the, the blanket here. <laughs> so you may wonder what's it doing. <laughs> it's cold. I'm in the caravan, so it's cold. So, so like I was saying, what pushed people to this point of suicide? First of all, you, you will notice that the presence of God is no longer in their life. The Bible says the enemy has come to steal, to kill. So the enemy first steals certain things in our life. He steals, amen, that concept of the presence of God. He steals, amen, the concept of the love of God from our life. Because for, the, for you to even begin to contemplate, like I said, when, when, when I had this challenge way back in, in, you know, growing up as a teenager, because there was nobody there for me. I had no father there. I had no mother there. I had no friend. I had no brother. I, I mean, I my family has almost like you know disowned me you know just pushed me away you know and and this was in a in a difficult period of my life it, it was terrible so when i look around there's no help what do you think what do you think i you know will come to my mind 
that's, that's something that that's why I keep saying the problem of many people, particularly teenagers, youths in this nation. I mean, you, you look at what happened. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if anybody heard the news yesterday. Two 14, 15 years old boy killed another 14 year old boy with a gun. You ask yourself, what in the world will speak to a 14 year old to kill another teenager with a gun? So I'm asking myself, you mean a 14, 15 year old can even does know how to use a gun in this country? Not to use a gun. It is that bad. All these things that we're hearing on the news, all these stacks of crime, these are all expression of the societal state of our nation. These are all expression. They are they are they, they are the you know uh, if you will, the microcosm of what defines what defines the the core. Of our society and these things are begging for answers and solutions they are begging they're crying for answer when you hear these things on the news you watch these things it's a cry it's an SOS cry It's an SOS cry and we don't need to stick our head you know in the stand in you know in in, in, the, in the sand bury our head there like an ostrich and say oh well I'm hiding from them no 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 you're not hiding because your entire body is out everybody can see but you see, when we live in denial, we, 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 we give room for the enemy. And in fact, our denial emboldens and empowers the enemy to continue to, you know, uh, perpetuate his evil. But like I said, the Lord is just directing my thought this morning from the concept of appreciating God. We need to, we need to develop amen, an attitude of appreciation. Appreciation comes from a point of acknowledgement. You see, if you're going to appreciate me, you have to first acknowledge something in my life that you want to appreciate. What, what have you acknowledged that you want to appreciate? There has to be something that you have seen, that you have noticed, that you want to appreciate. You see, if there's no acknowledgement, there cannot be an appreciation. You only, you only, you only appreciate the people you've acknowledged, all right? Uh, there are all kinds of uh, uh, um, award they give to people here in South Africa. You know, they, they, they tell you because this person has done, you know, this thing and this person has really stand out in this area. All right. Could be in the area of, you know, uh, community service, community development, could be in the area of science, could be in the area of education. It could be in the area of governance. I noticed not too long ago, I think it was Tuli Madansela was appreciated, you know, was honored. All right? and, and even the Justice Minister, Chief Justice Minister Mokwen Mokwen was also acknowledged and appreciated not too long ago. You see, you, you acknowledge people, first of all, you've got to acknowledge them. When we don't acknowledge God, I mean, when we cannot acknowledge what God has done for us, maybe we should, like I said, let's start saying God is a father. When we stop acknowledging who our father is and what he has done for us like this morning uh, many of us woke up this morning you're able to connect with me that itself demands an appreciation i mean there are people today that they, 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 their life is just turned upside down they, they don't know if they're coming or if they're going they don't know where they are what is happening there are people in coma right now as we're speaking they're in coma they're in between life and death come on but we are so, so caught up with uh, what we don't have, what we need now. But we can begin to like, Father, I thank you that I'm alive, that you woke me up this morning, that you gave me breath. You know, little thing. I tell you this. Oh, Father, I give you glory. I give you glory. And I'm going to share this with you. 
you know for of late i've been really going through some financial you know stress really when you talk about financial stress really really it's that bad I, I couldn't afford to pay some of my you know account that you know that we use in running some of our program like the radio station you know things like that because other needs had to come so you, you you just have to choose between which is which is more important you know so yesterday morning I was praying yesterday morning I was just asking the Lord you know for you know for his divine intervention because I mean I don't go around asking people no I just talk to him I talk to him then he will talk to whoever he needs to talk to you know that's my belief you know like I don't believe in asking people if he directs me to ask I do ask if God says ask this person I'll ask you all right and and most time if I do that the Lord always you know will always respond I will always see you know a result and, and and that you see the, not that I can't go around start asking people no no it it, it, it it delivers me from you know one depending on people secondly you know uh, 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 it, it also free me from looking up to you know people's concept of provision because then you are you are you are standful you are limited there are things you cannot say when you need to say them and so I, I don't want to attach myself okay to to what people give to me to the point where when the Lord gives me a word as a prophet and I cannot speak and, and many of the problems that I've been into all right in fact the reason why I don't have today it's not like it was like it's been bad like this there were people used to help and support but the more you you stand your ground and proclaim the truth and tell them the truth and tell them where God wants them to be in a situation guess what they leave you and not not, not only would they leave you they also live with their support and so that has taught me not to put, in fact this has been there for years in my life you know so i've been one who don't put my hope and my trust all right in people i mean way back when i was a, when i was a, you know a pastor I, I i used to have people who would say ah oh, we're gonna do this for you we're gonna do that for you people work in the business in business world who have prayed for and their business have just just boom you understand and but guess what ah no they were not and they will expect you to call them. <laughs> so my brother, now the Lord told me, no one is your provider. I am your provider. You see, that is a personal revelation to me that he's my provider. So let me not go deviated. So yesterday morning I was praying. And then I wish I can show you on my phone. And then, um, and then a, a message came while I was praying. A message came on my phone. Hi, my brother. He's a friend of mine. Hi, my brother. I want to sow 100 rand into your radio program. And I looked at it. And the spirit of appreciation just welled up in my spirit. And you know what comes to my, my, to my mind? If God can speak to somebody to say, I'm going to sow 100 rand into your, your radio program. Guess what? The same God can speak to somebody to say, I'm going to sow 10,000. I'm going to sow 100,000. I'm going to sow a million rand into your ministry. The same God. The same God. The same God. Not like I don't know people who can do that. I know people who, who have got such a money. I know people who can say, I'm going to give an, a 1 million rand into your, into your ministry. I know them. And they will not, it will not shake them one second. They will even feel it. I know people like that. Personally. But guess what? I don't run after them. I know people can put a 10,000. I know people can cook and say every month I'm going to be giving you 5,000 rand every month and without filling it. You see, but sometimes 
the Lord will just make sure that those kind of people don't support you so they don't pollute the work so that they don't hold you hostage so that they, they, you don't become their you know their bellboy you don't become their porter you don't become all right their waiter because that's what that's the price a lot of ministers have paid all right yes you see all these big things people are doing <laughs> but guess what they cannot preach the, the undiluted word again they cannot preach the truth again because those people define them those people it, when god used people to bless us you see that 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 is totally different from you know we running after people and say oh please bless me please give me something you know uh, please i need your support uh, yes they will give you but guess what they will give you but guess what you will never be able to proclaim if they do something wrong if they do something that you need to correct them you will never be able to correct them because you'll be afraid you know that when you correct them that's the end of that provision and guess what that provision has made you fat that provision has done all kinds of things in your life and you need to maintain you see somebody said if you give birth to a beast you need to constantly have the kind of you know uh, food all right to maintain the beast or one day the beast is going to feed on you <laughs> i heard that years ago you understand if you have a imagine you have you know a lion as a pet in your house what do you think that lion is going to be eating <clears throat> all right you're going to be feeding that lion with you know with 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 you know with big chunk of meat if not live cows and you know live goats and things like that sheep the day you cannot afford to pay or i get you know those you know food guess what the lion is not going to say, well, oh, this is my master. The lion will, will turn on you. You will become, amen, the prey of that lion. You will become the food of that lion. So I'd rather keep the lion away. I don't want them in my life. You understand? So, so, but I'm talking about appreciation and so many things the spirit of the Lord is connecting. If you're following, if you're tracking with me, you understand? So we have to leave. Now, the person who gave me a hundred rand, to that person, it may be a lot. All right. Will that hundred rand solve a problem in my life? Oh yes, it will. But I need more than that. But God was proving something to me. It's not about the hundred rand that was sent to me. No, 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 no. It's about the spirit of appreciation. Let me see if my son still appre appreciate me for hundred rand. And I went on my knees, my hands up to the, fa to the father. Father, thank you. The person said, send me your account and I'll send hundred rand into, uh, into. And I said, thank you, Lord. And I began to appreciate this person. You see, when we learn to appreciate God in little, that's what the Bible says. He who is faithful in little. And I've, I've understood that principle because I've been there. I've been in a situation where, you know, God has committed little into my hands. And I've been able to utilize that little and, 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 and make it work. And I've seen God increase me, bless me with greater things, more things. You know, my hands have touched good money in my life. I've, I mean, I've touched good, good money in my life. So I've, like Paul said, I've learned to abound and abase. I've learned to be in plenty. I've and I've also learned, amen, to be in want. We have to learn to be in want. We have to learn to be in a situation where we don't have, and it's okay. Somebody, no, no, it's not okay. No, no, Paul said so. The Lord said so. The word of God says so that there are times in our life, there are seasons in our life, and I know my my season, amen, it's not going to. It don't always be like this. Season comes and goes. Season changes. But what we do within our season is what counts. And that is what defines if we're going to grow or we're going to remain where we are. What happens? How you relate to your season? How you relate to the times amen, of the comings of God in your life is crucial. It's crucial. It's crucial. I woke up this morning and I felt I've, I've grown a little inch. 
<laughs> if you understand what I mean. I just felt that. You say, you mean you still have that feeling in you? Oh, yes. You never get to a point where you think you're so mature. You've come, you've, you've, you've arrived, all right? You, you've known this thing. No, no. The things, the things I taught 20 years ago, those things are coming fresh to my, to my spirit, but in a new way. The things you've learned, you've taught people, the things you've gone through. You see, life is in a cycle. Have you noticed that season is a cycle? Season is a cycle. There's nothing new under the earth. <laughs> nothing new. Nothing new. When you're in the situation, it may look new. But if you will be calm and think, you may just say to yourself, I've been through this part before. It just looks new. Yes. Yes, it just looks new. But you some, somehow, somewhere, you've been through the path. It may come in a different light, in a different situation. But guess what? As we grow, amen, we grow in our seasons. The problem is we forget. But the point the Father is drawing our attention to this morning is how far do we truly appreciate him? If God have, if God have to strip you of everything you have, if God, have, if God will strip you of everything, everything, I mean everything you've got, like He did with Job, would you still appreciate Him? My plan is this morning that we need to pray for South Africa. We need to pray for the nation, but I think this is important because I always say prayer must be in context. This is a nation, I'm sorry to say, but it's the truth. This is a nation that is not appreciative. This is a nation that is full of pride. And I love what the president, oh, I pray, I pray for the president, Cyril Maposa. What a man. He's showing, and I hope South Africa really see the heart of this man. With all the things that South Africa has done, look at how this man was booed in, 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 in Zimbabwe. In the funeral. Not because of what he did, but because of what the nation did. But he took that upon himself as a leader. That is a leader. And he apologized before the people. You know, he could say to them, but, but he, he could give an excuse. He apologized. But not only did this man apologize, this man is showing us something. And that's why, listen to this, anywhere I will speak and I will defend this man. No matter what people say about him. Because I see the spirit of leadership in Cyril Ramaphosa. Listen to this. People are calling him names. They're saying all kinds of things. I don't care what people say. You may say, well, he, he's, he's also corrupt. He, he's, he's into all money thing. I'm never, I've never said he's pure. He's holy. No. And I don't think he claims that he's holy. But he's showing something. He's showing this nation leadership. Look at what he's done now. He's dispatched, you know, uh, you know people, emissaries. So go to these African nations that we've had issue with. Go, 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 go apologize on our behalf. That is, that is biblical. That is what we see in the word of God. And that's why we need to pray for the man and not bring him down and not castigate him like they're doing in America. You know, we, we, let's not take our liberty and freedom to a point where we, we, we become useless. That's what America, they are doing today. They're pulling down their nation. When, when, the, when the government is saying this is the path, then other people say, no, we're not going that path. We're going this way. So it's a nation in rebellion. A nation at the brink of collapsing. We've got to pray for the nation of America. You know, when a nation wants to fall, we begin to see the trace. We can see the trace. We can see the trace. We can see the trace. I can see the trace in this nation. That's why we've got to pray. We've got to stand in the gap. 
You see, people can say all kinds of things about me. They may say, oh, this guy, we don't like how he's talking about. No, but you see, I'm a sent one. A sent one speaks the message of amen, of a sent one. Can you see? The Lord is touching so many things. We started, and I'm going to go back to the spirit of suicide. But you see, but I want us to pray, but we can only pray when we have context, when we have understanding. We can't pray out of context. What would you be praying? Somebody say, pray. Pray for what? What are you praying for? What do you know you should be praying for? Prayer must be done in context. And context must define, amen, the heart and the core of what God is pointing at. We need to, re we need to correct, amen, the structural deformity within the within the within the sociocultural so, 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 so ideology of this nation it needs to be fixed you see we keep you keep we keep bashing men we keep you know it, it's like it, it tit for time no no we got to find the problem we got to find the problem you see some people are calling for you know let, let's 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 bring back you know death penalty and all that that's not going to solve the problem the problem of this nation is not going to be resolved, amen, by, you know, by hanging people, by killing them, by taking their life. It's not going to, because, you see, like I always say, you cannot legislate on crime. You cannot, there is no law, amen, that can change humanity. If you want to change humanity, you need people that God has given the grace, the power, the capacity. You need to elevate them. You need to find them. You need to locate them. And you need to give them the space. You need to give them the capacity, amen, to begin to elevate the word that can speak into the conscience of society. You see, we can say, oh yes, the church can do that, but we can go to the wrong church. We can go to the wrong men. We can go to the wrong leaders because those people who claim to be, you know, the, the gatekeepers, the church gatekeepers, in fact, are not. Because those people have sold their soul. Unfortunately, that's what happens in times where, you know, nation needs direction. We go to the wrong people. We need to begin to look for leaders who can say, no, 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 those people are not the wrong. You see, those people that are in hiding, listen to this. When there were crises in the land, they went to look for the prophets. They didn't go looking for the big the bishops. No, no. You, when there are crises in the land, you look for prophets, not bishops. Not the zondos. The, the zondo, what is very skull in, in Soweto. Those are not the prophets. Those ones have sold their, they've sold their soul. Yes, I can say it. The, what is it called? Uh, uh, the, uh, it's a Grace Bible Church. Yes, those ones, they've sold their soul. They've sold their soul for position. That's the one that was coronated not too long ago, looking like you know, uh, you know, uh, 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 a Catholic, you know, bishop. But in fact, they are. They, they've also themselves over to Catholicism. They have no power before God. They have no power to speak when it comes to the development, the transformation of this nation. I can say that because I'm a prophet. And I'm not saying they must look for me. And that's not what I'm saying. You look for the true prophets. That's what I'm saying. You look for the true prophet. But 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 before I get into all this, that, you know, people say this guy just likes trouble. I don't like trouble. A, a, a prophet looks, you know, speaks for speaks truth. And when he, when he speaks truth, guess what? Trouble looks for him. All right. And I'm always at home when trouble comes. I don't I don't shy away. I don't run away from trouble. No, because that's what we do. We deal with trouble. So that the people can be at peace. So that the land can be at peace. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. I'm not a prophet that prophesied million and brand and God. No, 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 no. We speak the voice of God on behalf of the land, on behalf of the nation. And we highlight the force from the truth. 
A prophet that cannot tell you that is false. He's not a prophet. A prophet that is afraid to tell you, ah, ah, that man is a liar. He's not a prophet. No, a true prophet would tell you because that's what the prophet does. It gives clarity. It gives direction. When everything looks muddy and everything, uh, the whole water is muddy, you call a prophet. <laughs> he will give you, he will give you the heart of God, the mind of God. Yes, you may not like it. Remember, they, were, they wanted to go to the, they wanted to go to war. Two kings wanted to go to war. <laughs> One of the kings said, wait, wait, "Wait a minute! Before we go to war, we need to know if we're going to win this battle." Oh, so they understand. They said, "Let's inquire the Lord." <laughs> They said, let's, let's go get a prophet. They said, is there not a prophet here? Let's go get, let's get a prophet to tell us what to do. Well, uh, the, the king said, well, there's a prophet, but he doesn't tell me what I want to hear. He doesn't tell me the truth. The other king said, the, the word of the Lord is with him. Go get him. If he's not afraid to tell you the truth, if he's not afraid to tell you the word of the Lord, if he's not afraid to tell you the king, the truth, then he's a true man of God. But he said, I'm not a puppet prophet. Puppet, puppet prophet are those that have been captured. You, you know, when, when they come visit the king, then they put money in, you know, you know, in an envelope as they're going. They say, the king said, this is for you. This is a gift. No, we don't. We don't accept such. Because the word of the Lord must sustain us. And I said, this is one of the reasons why I'm in the position that I am. So I, I'm, I'm very, I'm a man of honor and I, I, and I honor God for the honor he's placed upon my life. Alright? The word of the Lord is upon my lips. And I've not corrupted it with lukewarmness and, and lachiviousness and all this perverted, you know, compromised things that is happening in our nation. So we thank God for what God is doing I mean, with, with the life of our president. He's showing leadership. Listen to this. The economy will bounce back, but we have to get the house first in order. Because all the people are focusing. You see, the, the reason why all this trouble oh, now is the economy. It's not the economy. Listen to this. Economy always, always flow in the direction of the acti activity of the people of the land. Economy, amen, will always flow in the direction, amen, of the lifestyle. You see, when a nation is heading towards a downfall, all right, the economy will also be reflecting that. You know, you know people who are into stock exchange. They will tell you the, the economy, the, you know, the, the stock is volatile. No, no, no. You've got to look at the life. What makes the, what makes the stock volatile? There are decisions made by people, actions made by people. So even, even, the, even the stock, amen, is, is, is reacting to the condition, amen, that, 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 that is playing out in society. Uh, excuse me. Who defines that condition? Are they not people? All right. You, you kill, you know, an important emissary in the land and you see. What, what what will happen if you know a, a statement is made if that is not going to impact the economy the, as as people thought of the cost of you know this xenophobia attack in terms of you know uh, uh, um, capital have people thought about that you see that's why i keep saying in, is a, in situations like this when we face all that is when you when you look at crisis maybe xenophobia maybe racism and all this when you look at all this you've got to be able to quantify amen you know the impact the value impact in terms of rand and dollars and pounds and all this yes it it's got its own economic economic financial impact People think, okay, if you drive the Nigerians out of South Africa, that suddenly the economy will bounce back. No, you made a mistake. 
because you don't understand that people are not just in relationship economy are also in relationship all right if you drive the the zimbabweans you drive the zambians the, the, there's an interconnected economy you know people in the bank they know that you see bankers will tell you the real impact of you know wrong decision in society because they know the moment something happens it impacts on the on the rand impacts on the dollars yes that is how fragile the world we live in is today you see so we've got to understand these things but that's not my point this morning my point is you know i started with appreciating god that's what i want to go back to because that is something the father has dropped in my heart we, we, we need to live in a situation where we i'm sure by now you know how you know this prophet speaks i i touch on so many things at the same time so if you can't track with me you may be lost i don't want to lose you i want i want you to follow me all right you may have to post this thing later okay this is what he's saying here that's what he's saying here that's how you listen to me all right because i'm saying 10 things i'm saying 100 things at the same time yes sometimes people catch they find it difficult to catch up with me no but what I, no no I, I might be saying you see when i break down the things that i've said now i can take them into different uh, highlights and in, in fact make them you know, teaching on their own. That's how prophets speak. A true prophet. Because they speak as the spirit of the Lord drop things in their heart. All right? I don't have a particular set message. I have, I've got a particular set thought. All right? God speaks to me through his thoughts. He breathes something. I wake up in the morning. He drops a word. He drops a thought in my spirit. Then he expands that. So when, when I open my mouth, he said, you don't need to be afraid of what you say. Just get there. Open your mouth. I will, I, will put, I will put my word in you. I will tell you what to say. That's what is happening. So when you come to this space, you've got to be ready amen, to hear things that you're not ready to, to hear. All right? Yes. Even sometimes I'm surprised when things start flowing out of my mouth. Did I just say that? Yes. You just said that. The, the most important thing is you give God a clean vessel. You give God a man a clean vessel, a clean heart. You're not giving him, you know, some carnal, you know, uh, fleshy uh, state of mind. No, God, you see, if you present to God <clears throat> an unworthy state of heart, state of mind, God is not going to point to you. All right. <laughs> and if you're hearing things, you see, you think it's God. It's not God. <laughs> In fact, sometimes God said, I will send them a spirit of lie. So you see somebody preaching, but he's preaching lie. He said, where did that lie come from? That lie said came from God. <laughs> you know, why did it have to come from God? Amen. Because the heart of the person amen, is wrong. The Bible says the people want his soul. So he gave them, he gave them, amen, what their heart, what their linear heart wants. He gave them what they, what they want. You, you want to preach lie. All right. You want to mesmerize the people. Okay. You want to deceive the people i will help you deceive the people so that i can judge you <laughs> so it's important that we present our life to god present yourself you see when i come here I, I don't have anything hidden i don't have an agenda i don't have some no no no. i preach i speak as the spirit of the lord amen will want a prophet to speak yes yes so friends i i i'm I want to quickly go back again to that concept of appreciation. I think it's important. You know, so somebody, because that, that appreciation connected to something that we, we, we just looked at, you know, uh, um, suicide. People are committing, the, committing suicide because they got to a point in their life where they feel nobody's there for me. All hope is lost. Uh -uh. In God, hope is never lost. You see, no matter how dark my yesterday was it's a brand new day i can live again not just by faith but with hope and love these three things shall abide 
I can live again. I choose to live again. I might have fought through the night, but guess what? It's a breaking of the day. Rest has come. You rest. You rejoice in the Lord. Bible says, you know, in all things, give thanks to God. Listen to this. It says, for it is the will of God. I was thinking about that scripture this morning. Every time I think about this scripture, I just smile and laugh. It says, in all things, in all things, in all things. You know, and sometimes my mind can be so wild. When, 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 you know, when, when I'm thinking of scripture, imagine you just, you know, finish, uh, you know, I, I believe there's no ch children listening to me. You just finish having, you know, enjoy yourself with your wife or your husband. And you don't die and you lift your head and say, Lord, I thank you. <laughs> How about that? Or, or something terrible just happened to you. And you're bleeding. And people are saying, is it fine? Is it okay? Is she okay? And you say, Father, I thank you. Or like Job. You just got home. A messenger ran in and said, my master, my master, sorry, I, I need to tell you. I need to bring this news to you. What happened? Your daughter just died. Your son just died. And before you before you allow emotion, you know, you you hear certain things or you 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 see certain things, you 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 read certain things, it steers certain emotion. You know, and I'm gonna connect this to something that happened to me this morning. So you know, an emotion quickly, an emotion of God, why? Or an emotion of it cannot be. All kinds of emotion just, you know, runs through your, your andreline and you begin to express God knows what. Before all that happened, the Lord said, we've got to train ourselves to first do what? Give thanks. In all things, give thanks to God for it is the will of God. It is the will of God. Are you saying, God, in this, in this space you have placed me, there are no devils there? Well, there are devils there, but I use them. To perfect my purpose in your life <laughs> you mean you mean you, you mean you factored all these things yes nothing happens without his permission can our finite mind comprehend this infinite God that even when I don't know how to respond, how to relate to what happened in my life, to what has happened in, in my nation, in the country that I love so much, what has happened? But that the first thing that must come out is, Lord, I give you thanks. I give you honor and glory. I worship you for your God. That nothing shakes or moves you. My situation, circumstance, or condition does not stop you from being God. You're still my Father. In all things, this is scriptures like that. We have not fully comprehend or even understand or even begin to scratch the surface. Because, because your attitude plays a major role in your breakthrough. Your attitude will define if you're going to stay longer in that situation. Amen. Or you're just going to walk through it. Attitude. Attitude is first an emotion. Attitude is first an emotion. An attitude comes through an acknowledgement of something. You can be acknowledging, amen, two things. 
you can acknowledge the good side or you can acknowledge amen the evil side you can decide amen to look at things you see that's why the prophetic teaches you about perspective your perception matters when things happen to you how do you see those things because how you see those things amen is going to define your next response in terms of judgment you know when i look at things things that are terrible that has happened to me you know as as a grown you know christian my attitude is lord i thank you i appreciate you for this i may not fully understand it because i don't have to fully understand things i'm not god <laughs> i am not god <laughs> but this god is my father and he say he's mindful of me so if you allow this thing to me you know what happens to us are things that we cannot control have you noticed that that if if we can control the accident if we can if we can stop the accident we will stop it right yes if we can stop the sickness we will stop it come on yes if we can stop that need we will stop it yes because it is the nature of man amen to protect his, 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 his himself or our space amen his family yes but there are things that are just out of our control out of our control you will never be in control amen there are things that we can control oh yes but guess what there are a lot of things that we, we are out of control. We can't control them. So, so when we can't control them, all right, he's in control. Don't you think so? Even the ones that we thought we can control, he's still, he's still the one in control because he's the one that gives, gave us the power, amen, to take charge. So at the end of the day, you begin to th think about it that true security is in God. True security is in God. It's in my Father. He's the one that watches over us. He watches over his word to perform in our life. He's the one that says, amen, I will cover you, amen, as, as the eagle covers, amen, a, a, a chick. I will cover you. I will cover you. As a hand covers seats, amen, on, 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 you know, on a chick, I will cover you. I'm protecting you. So imagine God protecting you and something terrible happens to you. Something negative impacts your life. And suddenly you begin to throw a, a, a tantrum on God. You begin to get angry. You begin to, oh, you begin to yell on him. No, no, no. You know how we do. You know our children. No, 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 no. And God said, shh, shh, be calm. I'm in control. And I wish at this point I can really connect to a scripture that I, I, you know, I wanted to share with us this morning. But that, I wanted to connect to something I call distraction. It's because all this thing is speaking to us regarding something. And I, and I really want us to look at this from our own personal life, our community, our family life, but also to the state of our nation. You see, when God speaks to us, we've got to look at, you know, the voice of God or the speakings of God from this. God will speak to you first or speak through you. Whatever God say to you, you must first process them in your life. Then you take it into your family. You take them into your community and then you allow that word to filter into the society. Yes, that's how we respond and relate to the things of God. At least that's how I respond. But, but listen. When we acknowledge God in every situation, there's no place for suicide. Not even a thought. Not even a suicidal thought. Not even a negative thought. God forbid anything happen to me or to my family tomorrow. Oh, I will feel the pain. But it will not stop me from acknowledging the one who is in control and who is in charge. 
And you may say, well, that is easier said than done. I tell you, I've been in worse situation. I've been in a situation where it's life and death. And I've chosen to see God. Not the darkness. Maybe that's something we need to take this morning. Choose to see God, not the darkness. Choose to see Christ and not the crisis. Choose to, choose to see faith and not fear. Choose to see obedience and not rebellion. Is what you choose. Is what you magnify that becomes your God and becomes your answer. That's how we know if you're growing. How we respond to the issues of life. You see, that's how we know good leadership. Look, that's why I keep saying kudos, kudos to our president. Kudos to Cyril Ramaphosa. I like the way he is showing leadership. He's not a perfect leader. Yes, he's making mistakes in so many areas. But guess what? He's showing that he wants to be a true leader. And, and we all need to lift him up and pray for him. And, th and that should be something that every man, every man who is a leader of his home, don't show fear, don't show lack, don't show, you know, discouragement because it, it kills the morale of your environment. It kills the morale, not even before your children. Always speak in faith, even if there's nothing. Speak in faith and live your life by faith and help them to understand. You know, I, I was thinking about something. It was yesterday. Fathers, fathers, the fathers that are watching me, you need to talk. You need to talk to your children. Talk to them about life. Talk to them about growing up. Talk to them about development. Talk to them. You know, my, my, my child yesterday, there was a song that was playing. You know, we're listening to a song. I know she didn't know the song. But you see, my, my, my daughter, she's, she's that outgoing kind of a person. And that, that's almost like a general to women. You know, she's that kind of, she just jump into the song. But she doesn't know the song. So she, she, she's mumbling out her, her, her mouth and like trying to sing the song. But she doesn't know the song. You see, but as a father and as a prophet, I understand the potential of that. And I said to my daughter, Jababa, but you don't know that song. So why are you mumbling the song? Why don't you first listen and try to pick the words of the song so you can properly sing along? And, you know, she's a woman being. I mean, she's a, she's a woman and she's a, a woman being. I mean, that, that feels like, you, you know, you're attacking her. You know, you're challenging her. You know, and, and that Adamic nature of insecurity and protection you see immediately shows up come on fathers do you understand what i'm talking about it could be to anyone that's why people don't like to be corrected because they, they they put up a guard they put up a shield no you don't you can't correct me you can't talk to me like that no 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 but you see a leader must know how to walk your way through and let them see the reason why you're saying what you're saying so i said to my daughter i said no you know i need to say this to you my, my baby it's, it's okay not to know something as long as you want to learn the thing. Because when you learn that thing, then you truly know that thing. And then you will not need to pretend or to sound as if you're singing the song while you don't know the song. And she looked at me. While she was still a bit angry with me, or she looked at me and she said, 
okay and i said but jemima do you know why dad is telling you this i said because people out there will not tell you the truth people will never tell you the truth they won't tell you that you don't know the song they will laugh at you behind you you see but that's why god gave you a daddy that can see these things and correct you now so that when you grow up you will not need to be ashamed if you don't know it then you don't know it you just wait and listen and once you catch the song you can sing along but if you try to pretend i bet you'll be pretending for every other thing what a good lesson i wish my parents taught me that while i was growing up did you get the point friends that i'm making i wish my parents taught me that well you see that is how you build confidence in your children and this is what we need to begin to teach our society because we have a society today that is full of pride you know what you know you know why where pride comes from insecurity when god said why did you eat this fruit No, it's the woman that you gave to me. You see, pride will always look for a victim. Pride will always look... The manifestations of pride and arrogance will always look for a victim to blame. No, no, it's the woman you gave to me. And pride will always look for an alternative to cover up. So they went to look for the fig. <laughs> they went looking for the fig. But you see, when leadership comes, leadership doesn't look for, you know, uh, 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 the alternative or, you know, a scapegoat. Leadership looks for leadership. Adam, where are you? I placed you here. All this thing you're saying, no, 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 sorry. That is hogwash. That's, that's, that's not standing up. We've got to teach. We've got to teach our children, teach ourselves to stand up for truth, to stand up. Even if we have to stand alone. You see, I'm training my daughter to become a woman of, of virtue, a woman of honor, a woman of power, a woman of strength that she can be able to say to others, no, it's okay not to know it as long as you want to learn it. You don't have to sing along if you don't know it. You don't have to harm it. You just wait, listen. Everything's got is on time. I want to be a good father. A good man in a society starts from that person being fathered properly. You see, the Lord sent me to this country. I heard a voice. South Africa needs engineers. I wish somebody would listen to me and say, how do we build this nation? How do we begin to build this nation from the scratch? And we can begin to look at this together. And begin to promote this thing out there. Because I've got a blueprint of how we can transform South Africa. That is why I am here. And that's why the things that I say are not popular. But they are things that will transform, will reform we reconstruct, we renovate the very core. See, what, if we fix the foundation, it's only a matter of time before we build. Many of us want to build something massive and big and everybody sees it. But guess what? We cannot build at the expense of a wrong foundation. The house is going to collapse. We're going to lose <clears throat> excuse me we're going to lose our investment we're going to lose our money we're going to lose our home we're going to because the the house the the building will collapse on us so we want to build a solid foundation first of all and this is these are the things that we're dealing with in some of this you know uh, uh, broadcast that we're doing we're dealing with foundational things foundational problem you see 
when, when you see a child behaving in a way that you know is not, is not right, correct the child in love. Tell the child, this is it. If you do this, if you do that, this is what is going to happen. Let the child understand why you're correcting you know, him or her. When you do that, it allows the, the child okay, to, 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 to see. Because I said one day you are also going to be able to tell your own children, this is how to do things. What you don't teach your children, society will teach them. And I can bet you, society always teaches the wrong thing. Society always teaches the wrong thing. So I will, not, I, will not, I will not allow my child to be taught by society. I will not allow a situation, circumstance out there, or the school to define amen, the value system of my children. You do that. That's your responsibility. And I see that is what you know, the, the, the president is trying to do. You see, you don't have to listen to everybody. You only need to do what is right. If you, if, if you have to wait and listen to everybody, you're going to make a wrong decision. Because guess, guess what? You cannot please everybody. But back to where we start from, because I'm going to round up now. And then I think I'm going to come back later on. I'm going to round up now, because it's almost an hour that we've been on air. All right? Just from a few minutes. I'm going to round up now, because I still want us to pray. But there's still so much to talk about. Because I've not even talked about some of the scripture that I really want to deal with this morning. So what I'm going to do is uh, maybe around 9.30. Because it's going to be... 9.30 will be too long. No, 9 o'clock. I think 9 o'clock by then I should be ready. 9 o'clock, maybe I'm going to come back. So maybe you want to connect with me 9 o'clock. Let's just... Let me, let me just speak from our heart, okay? All right? We're still going to be dealing with you know, renewal. We're dealing with praying for leadership and renewal in South Africa. All right? And we're touching so many things. First, we've been looking at dealing with the spirit of suicide. But this all began with just appreciating God. That's how we started this morning. Appreciating God. And to appreciate God means to acknowledge him. To acknowledge him means that you know he's there. Uh -huh. You know he's there. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So, circumstance or situation, amen, does not negate his presence. Oh, hallelujah. I like that. Circumstance, situation, no matter how bad the condition is, does not mean God is not there. He's there. He's there. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Can we round up here? All right. So, you can remind me later and say, okay, this is where you stop. Father, we thank you for a beautiful, wonderful time that we have shared i know a lot of people maybe want to go to work and getting ready so many things needs to be done i also need to quickly go to one or two things but i do love your father and i believe this wonderful people watching listening to me also do love you and that's really what matters because it's from this love that we're able to get the context of every other thing that is happening when we know that we are loved then we know that whatever is happening to us has a reason and so we appreciate you we thank you. We bless your name. We honor you. We exalt you. May you continue to be Lord in our life. May you continue to be our God. May we live to appreciate that little hundred rand, no matter how little it may be. May we live to appreciate that little 50 rand, that 20 rand, that little thing, that butter we've got in our fridge, that milli meal that we've got, oh God. Even if that's all we have to eat, may we appreciate you for that thank you for who you are. May we appreciate you for the people you've placed in our life. May we appreciate you, Father, for Isaiah Phillips that you've brought into our space, into our life. 
and I appreciate you for these people that they're able to listen. They're able to tune in this morning and say, I want to listen to this man. That's appreciation. I thank you for everyone's life, oh God. Brother Shane, Becky, I thank you, Lord, for my dear sister Tina. I thank you, oh God, for, yes, famine at uh, uh, September. I thank you for all those people. So many people, oh God, that you've connected with us. So many people, oh God. It's, it's you, it's you and those that will be listening on the radio, it's you I thank you for everyone's life thank you for this great nation that you've brought me into to speak your mind, your heart I appreciate you, Lord, that I will not lose my place and my position, oh God not taking side, but continue to proclaim and declare your side, oh God yes, because in every situation there is no two side there is always God's side, and that's the side we want to be, so I thank you this morning Lord, as you prepare me to come back later on help me to speak, oh God truth and grace and mercy to your people that we may build together in love we appreciate you for this in jesus name amen and amen thank you guys uh, i'm going to see you later hopefully if you can connect with me then that'll be great but have yourself a wonderful day know this no matter what you're going through he is there and acknowledge him for for you know for him being there let his presence increase in your life let his presence be this let his presence subdue amen whatever you're going through and you're going to see him come through god bless you